This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello and welcome to Line Dance Podcast on Move Radio. With Christopher Gonzalez and... Megan Barcelia. And today we will be talking with you about Vegas Dance Explosion, which was held in Vegas, Las Vegas, this past... What what were the dates on that? Um, I think it was... Tuesday through Sunday of the past week, and Tuesday would have been... The 7th. Let's see, 16 minus... Yes, the 7th through the... 12th? Numbers are hard. 12th, I think. I think that's what Sunday is. Let's look at our ballroom playlist. I think the 12th was correct. We had, yeah, 12th was the last day. Boy, oh boy, what an event. This was my third and your second Vegas dance explosion. Vegas, oh, as I knock my mic off of my lapel. Uh, Vegas dance explosion was your first ever major line dance event outside of the country bar scene. We did WWLA on a smaller scale a month prior to that last year. This was your first big one in 2016. So going into 2017, you had a bit more preparation, what to expect, what dances to learn and to know, how to allocate time among ballrooms, and how to not completely burn out. How did we do? Well, well, the good news is we didn't completely burn out until we got home. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say that was success. Um, I know we had started out the first two nights of social dancing, taking it pretty easy. Um, the first day, I know we wanted to do some workshops. I don't think we got to the workshops. When did we even fly in? That we was pretty flew early. in Tuesday. It was early morning Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, we had some hecticness with the BART, and then getting to our flight on time was okay, I guess, once once we got into the airport. Yeah, we cut that one pretty close, too. Yeah. Not as close as some of them we've been doing, but yeah. yeah. We got there just as they were starting to line up. To board. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, and then we weren't just rushing onto the plane like before. No, no, we weren't, which was nice. Yeah. Um, it wasn't much of a, a flight, so, like, there wasn't, like, a lot of sleeping going on. It was one hour. I'm pretty sure I did nap anyway, because I don't remember much about the flight. Yeah, uh, I remember we checked in early at the hotel. and we got early. Yeah. We got everything situated. I remember being relieved to take a shower, and I think we laid down, and I think that was a good idea, but also uh, backfired. Because hmm. I'm looking at these... Um... Oh, I must have slept in through Cat's workshop, because otherwise I would have attended that. It says, stay balanced, turn spins, and rotations, and I was not there for that. 
Yeah. And I was not there for Joe's Take Your Dancing to the Next Level, even though I took it last year as well. So I was probably asleep for that. Five o'clock, Joe's I Won't Back Down. That was the first lesson we took. Sounds about right. Um, I know I had gone down to the ball or to the ballroom, to the lobby area while you were upstairs, um, still kind of situated or getting situated. Um, and I said my hello to people and like did my rounds and got lots of hugs and stuff like that. Um, and then I went back upstairs cause I know I wanted to check to see if you wanted to join me for one of the lessons and I don't remember if I laid down at that point or sat down at that point, but it wasn't until about five o'clock that we got back up. <laughs> mm. Okie dokie, after I went back down, I did not take any of those lessons. Interesting. What did I do for an hour at six o'clock? I am not sure. Did we eat? Was it? Did uh, we nap? We might have napped. We might have relaxed. Let's see. When was my first interview? John Dembick, but I'm not sure what day that was. Hmm. I wonder if it was that same day. It could have been during that hour. Did I'm you not, not write it down certain. on a different schedule? That's a good question. Let's take a look at what we have on the next day, Wednesday. Got nothing written there. And then we have... Thursday, live podcast one to three, but by then I had already interviewed John. So you know what? Maybe we did interview him at six o'clock on Tuesday. In any event, right after that was the all request dance party. And I am going to pull up that list. We've got about 20 minutes per day because we have two hours of podcast and six days of event. So... Let's see how we're doing on Tuesday. Tuesday, Vegas Dance Explosion, Majestic Ballroom, 7th of November, 2017. Demos, Pontoon, 50 Ways. I am considering doing an opening dance bingo. Ah, I like that idea. I would totally play. Yes, like for like Blue Night Shaw and Gypsy Queen and things like that. Anyway, so Pontoon, 50 Ways, Tick, Tick, Boom, Throw back love, slowly, gently, softly. Lady in red, hurts like a cha-cha. Shady, change my ways. Pink champagne, lonely drum. Kachi, dance her home. Clap snap, run me like a river. Woo-woo, human after all, which I was very surprised to see was on there. I've, I've not seen much of that on the side of the Atlantic. Legends and heroes, shades of passion. Whip it, off the chain, straight to the castle. Power mix. Kissing Strangers, Gimme Gimme, Pieces, Boom Pow, New Flow, I Don't Mind, Mirrors, Stomp Your Feet, Everybody's Groovin', Strip It Down, Shaking My Head, Lonely Drum, No Stress, Three Rules, Hideaway Cha, Lay It Back, Cake by the Ocean, The Boogie, New Thang, More Dessert, The Beast, which actually came before More Dessert, Sexy Beaches, Do Your Thing, which was actually sadly canceled. That was one of Joe's requests, and not enough people knew it. So I'm thinking we need to learn it by Florida, and I think that you agree. I do. Have Fun, Go Mad, to M&M's Shake That. Power Mix, The Mac, Boomerang, I Got a Woman, Chase That Dollar, 
take it off. Also, it occurs to me that it's definitely of note that there were demos on this day because we did some of them. Well, I was going to say, I just figured out what we did at 6 o'clock. What? We learned Amy's electric love since we... Oh, yes, we did We're learn going that. to demo it for her. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Um, so, the first one for... So, we demoed on Tuesday night for Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I believe the first one we got out there for was the beast. Mm, that's a good way to get the blood flowing. Um, I know you and Rob started walking out there. And I was like petrified at the idea of going out there and demoing the beast in front of all those people. And then I noticed me, Jonas, Daniel, Maddie, we all kind of kind of like looked at each other like, yeah, let's do it. And so we all just ran out on the floor and joined everybody. So that was awesome. And that was such an honor. And it was a lot of fun. And I'm so glad that Rob Fowler was at this event. I can't wait for his uh, interview to go live. Mm-hmm. A lot of good information there. Uh, the next one was Overnight Success and Got a Hole in My Pocket with Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a lot of fun. We learned overnight success in the demo area behind one of the big screens. Yes, I felt very much like part of the demo team, as you could say, because that's that's a lot of what happens is they'll grab someone and be like, hey, do you want to learn this real quick and go out there and demo with me? And so they go over it a few times and then they have it, which is really cool feeling to know that like there was a couple of us getting to do that mm-hmm. and then got a hole in my pocket um did we get out there for you yes okay i at least definitely did um michael did lipstick tango and yeah which unfortunately at the time i did not know lipstick tango but uh we did get out there for yeah uh, and that looks like the first half of the day's demos then down here, is there, oh. Uh, oh, yeah, we did a review of Brenda's Love is Love is Love. Gosh, I can't believe this is all the first day. I'm like, mm-hmm. we did those? We did that, huh? Um, yes. I did Run Me Like a River. Yes, you did Run Me Like a River. We we did Lonely Drum with Madison. Um then I got very, very nervous, and mm-hmm. you, me, and Kat went out there for Amy's Electric Love. Yeah. And a uh, little side note, we had all agreed that we were only going to do one wall of it. Mm-hmm. And then the music kept playing, mm-hmm. and then we attempted to keep dancing. It was a little rough, but um, I have since con- conquered the rest of the dance, and I very, very, very much enjoy it. Um, I felt so honored that Amy had asked if I'd be willing to do that, um, to put that much trust in me, um, to go out and help her was awesome. And I love being a part of that kind of experience, uh, for people to see more ways of dancing, uh, the same dance. I think it really, really helps because you can see how different people move and 
you may relate to one person more than the other. So I think it always helps having more people out on the floor for a dance demo. So the fact that like all of these instructors would let us partake in that is like really, really cool. Um, and like I said, I felt really honored that she'd even ask us to demo. Um, and I think that concludes the ones that at least I was out there for. I felt bad that I didn't remember for once in my life well enough to demo that. I think it took Michael by surprise. I don't think he knew that he was doing it that day. So he did a quick review of it with Joanne, uh, who helped jog his memory on that. And then we were able to kind of connect on that in, uh, in that we had just kind of not stumbled through, but made it through electric love with not a whole lot of notice or learning time. And Michael seemed like he was getting his dance back without a whole lot of prep time uh, either. So it it was good to know that people who've been doing this for years still go through the same stuff. Yeah, can still have that little mess up or hiccup or something to that extent. Yeah, the first night of dancing, I seem to remember us not really stressing about it ending early. Uh, yeah, twelve fifty one <laughs> wasn't really bad. We didn't expend like as much energy as we could have, but again, it was early in yeah. in the event. And we did jump back and forth through a couple ballrooms too. Yeah, so there was more than just the one. Yeah, which was nice. Wednesday. Wednesday day. Wednesday day. What did we do on Wednesday day? Uh, let's see. We oh, did I just wrote the... down things on the side. Uh, we did the end NT... of we did the end of Roy Verdonk's general dance technique. Yes. Uh, would have been good for uh, for us to get to the whole thing, but uh, we did end up sleeping you know, as much as we could that morning. Mm-hmm. We then took NTA Technique Dance Fundamental Level 1 Class Basic Moves from Kelly Gillette. Yes, um, but a side note, Mm. we caught Roy on the way out of the room right before the NTA Technique Workshop, Mm -hmm. and we asked if he would have time for a private lesson, Mm -hmm. which was uh, later in the day on Wednesday. It was the same day? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That was early in the trip. All right, let's see. Then we had the lunch break. We were probably in the lobby. And I didn't take any of the 2.30 classes. I did not take any of the 3.30 classes. I did not take any of the 4.30 classes. Yeah, 4.30 to 5.30 was our private lesson. Aha. Because we met Roy right after his class. That makes sense. And that, let me tell you, was an invaluable experience. Like, that you just can't... I mean, all of the information we got in that hour has definitely already helped me uh, focus on certain things that I need to fix. And I can already feel different in the way I move 
And I actually, although I'm stumbling, I feel more confident about how I'm moving. Hmm. 5.30, no classes. And now we're back to dinner break, open dancing and line dance lobby, and then dance party and demos. So, looking at the list, it looks like I started writing after the demos were over. So let's take a look at the Thursday schedule and see what we demoed. Hmm. Mirrors. Yes, that was one of the first ones we got out there for. Yep. And was that just... Just you, me, Amy, and Will. Yeah. It was just the four of us. And they were nice enough and didn't take us through the full restart Mm. into the second, those last 16 counts. Mm. Although we did practice. We did. We definitely wanted to be ready. Um, Yeah. So we, we, we definitely went over those last 16 counts for sure. Uh, and Mirrors is one of those that I really love the idea of it. I love how it was executed. But those last 16 counts, for whatever reason, like are so hard to remember for me. So, but after that... Oh, I yeah, I'm free and part-time love. We demoed with uh, Raymond, mm-hmm. which was really cool. I, I haven't gotten to demo with him before, so that was neat. Um, did you see anything else? Oh, I got out there for Clap Snap with Rebecca. Um, did we go out there for somebody? Yes. Yes, we did. That was the one with the heel things. Yes. We went out there for Brenda's I Know Somebody. Mm-hmm. Then after that, I got out there for Clap Snap. And then... Do we have any for the rest of the day? I really wanted to have Hurts Like a Cha-Cha ready, but I only went through it the one time the previous night, and like, there's no way. I'm not going to have this down well enough to demo it. So I ended up just watching that one. So then the last one I demoed was for Amy, and it was Speak to a Girl and Clap, Clap, Clap. And I did Clap, Clap, Clap with you guys. Yes, I love her Speak to a Girl. I think it's so pretty. All right. So that takes us into Open Dance on the night of Wednesday. And my writing for this is a little out of order. So let's see if I can figure out what the order was. Oh, yes, here we are. So I started writing it on my phone and then I left for a while and then I got caught up with the four that I hadn't written down and then I started from the top. Anyway, deeply in love. Everyday ordinary. Only one shot. Sugar honey IT. Slowly, gently, softly. Lady in red. Run me like a river. Stitches. Shady. Beautiful goodbye. Strip that down. Electric love. I can be a... B word. Lonely drum. Love remains. Italiano at 10.35 p.m. Crash. How I want you. Boots. Pieces. One reason. Throwback love. Take me to the river. Power mix. Boom pow. Everybody's grooving. Tell your heart to beat again. Tick, tick. Boom. Ain't misbehaving. Have fun go mad. Oops, baby. Never been to Spain. Shaking my head. Straight to the castle. Shake that. Hurts like a cha-cha. New thing. 
The Queen, Stomp Your Feet, Cliché Love Song, The Beast, Lay It Back, Have Fun Go Mad, I'm Mad, which we still need to learn. Mad Brenda students. I learned it, and then I did it once, and I haven't reviewed it, and I couldn't tell you the first thing about it besides there's some symmetry in it and some diagonals. Thy Will, No Stress, Party Train, Cut Me Down, Clap Snap, Beautiful, wonderful. Gimme, gimme. Thunder. 12.46 a.m. I don't mind. Make it shake. Clap. Clap? Did I mean clap? No, that must have been clap, 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 and I didn't write the third one. <laughs> <laughs> Levels. Off the chain. You're so beautiful. Which, thanks to Detroit, I actually did no. all of correctly. Finally. Oh... All I can say, kissing strangers, recovering, which is higher on my list to learn. Yes. Though it's been there for a while. It's such a pretty song. It is. And now that we know Guillaume a little better, I really want to. Sad thing is, I've learned it. I just didn't retain it. Part time girlfriend, feed the fetish, which is also on my list. Yeah. And before Florida, I'm going to have it, I tell you. Skiffle time. Lady in Red, Poetry in Motion. And in, in the ending of this writing, I have Lady in Red, 1.31 a.m. And then there was a whole bunch of indecision about what the final song was going to be. And I think that was when Jody gave us a hard time for not requesting anything. And we we're like, it's still, it's just Wednesday. Yeah. We don't need to do like everything. We don't need to stay up late. And then eventually somebody came up with doing Poetry in Motion so between Lady in Red starting at one thirty one and Poetry in Motion ending at one forty three, there was a lot of question of what was going to be played as our final songs. So we ended up getting up pretty early on Thursday, and I don't remember why, because we were down there for Joe's lesson of Boom Pow. Hmm. We didn't actually officially take the lesson. We sat in on it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why we were up that early, hmm. but I know we wanted to make sure that we made it to the NTA technique dance fundamentals class, mm-hmm. triple time moves. I know that was one thing, but we got up there, I guess we got down there early enough that we could sit in on Joe's class. I was able to help with uh, these NTA classes, and I especially remember doing so in this second one for things like wizard steps and sailor steps and whatnot. Uh, Kelly, the instructor, would describe what what the step would be, and then she would have uh, me do various reps of it in different directions, and help uh, other folks get a, a chance to to visualize it. Yeah, and then after that, because we were definitely prepared already, because we're always prepared. Um, we did the podcast live in the lobby. Yes, we did with the Kellys. And we had the Kellys join us, which was a fun experience. I would like to do more lives with more people. Mm. I think that would be fun, especially if we're at events that are already going. Yep. That would be neat. Um, so we did that until three. Oh, that was also while the Tush Push lesson was happening in the lobby that was led by Miss Cat Painter. True. Yeah, at the previous night's demos, 
they were talking about Tush Push and they, they had the guys against the girls uh, in the instruction team and they played a slower song for the guys Tush Push and then they played a, a faster, more energetic song for the girls and whoever won would teach in the lobby and the girls won with their stylings and whatnot. And um, Kat took it, I suppose, upon herself to give the lesson and variations on the basic movements. Yep. Which there are videos of online, which I would recommend taking a look at. Um, So after that, I think I went upstairs and took a nap. Honestly, I, I think I was at that point where I was like, okay, I'm not... I'm not feeling well if I'm going to survive this night. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, I thought, yeah, this was the first party night where you had to dress up. Um, so I wanted to make sure I was on my A game. So I went upstairs and I think I, I rested for a little bit. I'm not sure if I ever actually made the nap, but um, I definitely laid down for a little while. Uh, I took hurts like a cha-cha. You did, yes. Yeah, and that was around the time that Kevin showed up. Kevin Ockelman, my friend from Sonoma County, who then, uh, after graduation at Sonoma State, uh, moved back to SoCal. Uh, He made a much-anticipated appearance and jumped in partway through Hurts Like a Cha-Cha. Nice. Yeah, so we were able to both hang out in the back wall area. I think you joined me in the room after that to kind of like put your feet up and relax a little bit. Um, And then we started getting ready for international night. Yes. Um, Yeah. No more demos. And at this point it's just, just dancing in the evenings. Just dancing. Dancing and shows. Let's see. Oh, also a quick note about the queen, because I noticed it came up on one of the previous lists. This, after having done it in Detroit and feeling pretty okay about it, the times that it came up, I was really happy to do it here, because here we had Guillaume, and I felt like I really wanted to represent one of his dances, since he doesn't have like a ton of them out in the main ballroom. That's like his big, one of his big dances uh, on this side of the ocean. Pond. Yes. And uh, I was even able to play with it a little bit, depending where we were, like the lobby or whatnot. It's one that I've I've wanted to learn. Mm. Unfortunately, along with the other thousand. Right. So this is... Thursday night we're looking at? Yes. We are looking at Thursday night. This is the brutal night. night. This is the what? Brutal night. The Uh, night when... This was probably like the most beat us down uh, night of the entire event. I think after that, it started getting into a lot of music that... Or a lot of dances that were taught. So it was less focus on... Let's see if we can kill Megan and Chris. Yes. And more on like, let's review what we learned on this trip. So since we didn't learn a lot of those, we didn't dance a lot of them. This was different. This was yeah. a different night. And this this list is only for one of the three ballrooms. Yeah. 
Okie dokie. Their opener dance, as you might expect, was Lonely Drum. Lonely Drum followed by Slowly, Gently, Softly, Gypsy Queen, Clap, Snap, Lay Low, Run Me Like a River, Hideaway Cha, So Just, Dance, 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 Shady, Lay Low. Wait, why do I have Lay Low on here again? They couldn't have possibly played that twice. It wouldn't he must have me. moved it. I, I think he moved it, and then I didn't cross it out the first time. Sometimes he just moves things later. Anyway, Boom Pow, Hurts Like a Cha-Cha, Sugar Honey IT, Pieces, Stomp Your Feet, Power Mix, Beautiful Goodbye, Strip That Down, Here Right Here, Mirrors, Oh Mama Hey, Stitches, My Reason. And the the song for this is interesting, for My Reason. That's the... The reason that I called you drunk is I need your love so bad. So it's it's a catchy, interesting song. It's one I want to learn. I might learn the dance just because I want to hear that song some more. Uh, and I don't think I, that would have been the case the first time I heard it, but it's starting to grow on me. Anyway. Tick, tick, boom. Off the chain. Kissing strangers. <gasps> Heaven on earth. How did I not notice that that was on there? I thought we went the entire time without hearing Heaven on Earth. Because like you know how songs are very popular for a while, and then they disappear, and you don't even notice that they're gone? This was one that I thought that they didn't play the entire time. I don't remember hearing it, but apparently it was in, on the screen. We must have been one in one of the other rooms at the time, because yeah. I did not hear it. I did not think it was played. Yeah, and there's Happy Days on here as well, and I don't even know what that refers to. Yeah. Um, throwback Love, Sock It To Ya, Beautiful Wonderful, Take It High, The Queen, Pink Champagne, High on Loving You, Work, 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 which I think might actually just be Work, Work. I'm not really sure. I think th- I think the dance is Work, Work, but sometimes they would write Work, Work, Work. Maniac, Clap, 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 Boots, Woo Woo, Part-Time Girlfriend, More Dessert, What the France, Electric Love, Recovering, Up in Here, Whip It, Everybody's Groovin', Wild Wild West. Yay! Yay. And I got to do that one next to Joe. And she knew when the bang part was coming because she asked if I was ready. <laughs> and I was in front of her on the 9 o'clock wall. So unfortunately, I had to draw on Joe. No, she moved to the side. She was almost to your diagonal because I ended up being right behind you when that happened because you turned around and shot at me. Oh. I didn't notice. It you was, didn't shoot Joe. It you're was good. all very you're quick. You're good. good. You're safe. Uh, I don't mind the beast larger than life. And I thought it was awfully rough for them to put those two back oh, to God, back. Oh, God, I was dying. <laughs> larger than life. I'm not going to deny that yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Holding me back. And then a surprise lonely drum. Which they just threw in there before how I want you. Trespassing, Sexy Beaches, Razor Sharp, which was just the cutest thing to watch. Oh, my God. Because Jackie Miranda in her... Little her, wedges. And, yeah, her she was... Outfit. What, what was that... What was the country was she representing with that? From the Philippines? It didn't look like a Filipino outfit. I don't know. Anyway, she looked very... just adorable. And then Guillaume was out there, and he was playing a little bit with her as well. And I really wanted to have this one ready in time for the event, but I didn't get to it, and I wish I had. 
it's kind of like after um, Windy City and I was just kicking myself over not having NYC Funk or Smooth Criminal yet. Well, by this trip, I got Smooth Criminal. Uh, and it's not written down, but I did it in one of the other ballrooms fairly early on in the trip. Eventually, they did it in the main ballroom as well. Uh, but yeah, this is definitely my kicking myself for not learning Razor Sharp in mm-hmm. time. Because toward the end, he started to play it and nobody in the room at the time knew it. So he had to cancel it. Uh, but that was toward the end of the event. Anyway, Razor Sharp, got to learn it. Have fun, go mad. Uh, no ordinary angel. Dunk it. No stress. Gimme, gimme. Swing your chains to the song Catch and Release. Party night. This was the first of a few party nights. Uh, I think they were asking Daniel Trepat to lead that one. And yeah, I ended up doing it on uh, kind of on the side of the floor because I felt like I knew it pretty well after we our last several events. And I think that it was helpful that we had uh, a few of us with some some background on that dance. Uh, Americano poetry in motion. Americano is another one of those that I really wish I had learned in time, but at least it was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Also note about party night. I think this is a really good one for even people who don't know the dance dance itself, because at some point it must've been like the second time through, uh, Second or third time through, yeah. Louis was just telling people who were on the sides, like, all right, go. And then he would have them run around during the run around part. Yeah. And then after the run around part was over and it was back to the normal dance. Like, right off the floor. Exactly. <laughs> just have them on the okay, side. Hit him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it gave them a chance to participate. Yeah. Uh, I like Louis. Anyway, Americano, poetry in motion. Uh, shake that. Shake in my head. Somebody wants you. Main attraction. Get ugly. Make it shake. Yes, you won't, which I felt really good about. Like, I didn't need to follow anybody as much this time because I remembered how much I had to follow people in Detroit. This is when it is good to have these events so close to each other because I was able to directly apply the little things that I remembered from Detroit to this trip. Uh, I don't think I did main attraction, although you did. And then I did Yes, You Won't, which you did not do. So we ended up about equally tired, I think. Um, Anyway, continuing. Skiffle time. Mr. Put It Down slash Mr. Put It Down AB. And I think the reason that uh, AB was out there was so that Lonzo would have something to do. And I think you helped him out with that. Yeah, I jumped in on that one. Um, And I think... A few of our SoCal people might have jumped in on the floor after they realized that it's something that they could definitely pick up being mm. an A-B dance. Feed the Fetish, which after Detroit went much higher on my list, as I think I've mentioned before. Watching Lisa especially uh, enjoy this one as much as she did in Detroit made me want to learn it by this trip. And I did start to to learn it by looking at the, the step sheets in the airport on the way here but I didn't have a chance to finalize it or do it full speed before the event started. The only one that I really got through out of that stack was Smooth Criminal. Uh, but that was one I was really glad that I did. Uh, so yeah, Feed the Fetish is going to happen by Florida. Sound of Silence. Which was really rough for the mm. first half for me. Mm. I was doing all the counts in my head. And I think one of the things that helped with that one 
was I still had like this vague memory of Windy City doing it next to Guyton. And the part that I had the most trouble with up until that event was at the end of the turn when you do like the neon sign thing and then your hand comes in front of your face and then you cock back your weight onto your right side and you do that like one and a half turn on your left foot getting those last like like landing that turn into the behind and rock and back to the front and then walking your feet together and bowing your head for the banana I was having trouble remembering when to land the right foot after doing that big turn so that I could do the behind and cross. And it was with Guyton at Windy City during his surprise appearance that I think I noticed him landing it at a specific time, which then I applied toward this trip and was able to get back in time for the banana at the end of the five, six, seven, eight. Mm Mm-hmm. So I felt okay on that one. Um, It took a couple walls though. Yeah. Cause like, I think the people I was trying to follow at the beginning didn't really have it yet. So then I was, yeah, I was just blind leading the blind. Dem jeans. We actually did it. Jesse. There was a whole four of us. Yeah. I really off. I don't know why more people didn't jump in on that. It is one of the easiest dances to follow. And I was thinking to all of like the people, the younger people who were there, I'm like, Guys, like in my head, I was just thinking, this is the wobble of circuit. Like you can do this. Yeah. And for them to not want to jump in, I wondered like what their excuse was. Were they tired? Were they drinking a lot? Were they not interested in the song or the dance? I didn't know, but I thought that it was so followable. I didn't really understand why they weren't participating. Anyway, uh, I know I didn't, now that I think about it, follow it the first time I saw it either. Probably like the fifth time is when I... That would make sense. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. You know what? If you're not interested in a dance, then there is part of you that thinks like, maybe if, if I ignore it, it'll just go away. <laughs> maybe it won't be done at any more events if I just don't participate. But then when it keeps getting played, like, yeah, I'm okay, it's out. time. Yeah. Better, better learn it. All right. Then lay it back, which yeah. was floor split with smooth funk, I think because Lonzo was doing smooth funk on the side. Probably. New flow, boom pow at 2.17 a.m. Straight to the castle. Another rough one. Yeah. Yeah, there's that one little set of counts after the step scuff hitch, step scuff hitch. I just kind of fake it for a little while until it gets to the part where you rub the floor with your right foot. Uh, So I really should probably take a closer look at the step sheet on that and make it so that if I do it, somebody else could follow it and they're not faking it. Drive me wild, which Jody tried requesting, I think on Wednesday night and nobody knew it and she couldn't do it. And I felt bad. So we'll need to learn that soon. Probably by Florida. Run me like a river. Skinny love. Yeah. Was that the one that you were on the floor for? Yeah. With Presley? Yeah. Yeah. Ain't misbehaving, 2.37 a.m. All I can say, hand clap, chase that dollar woman up at 2.51 a.m., which I actually did try to follow. Did you? Yeah. 
And I think I had it okay by the end. There was a small group out there for that. Jesse was one of them. But, uh, yeah. I think we were all able to get it more or less by the end. First thing first, which I was surprised to see. Power Mix and Thy Will, which ended the night at 3.06 a.m. I know that not all events are the same. And it isn't really, like, fair to compare them you know, apples to apples Mm -hmm. when there's so many different variables. But I know that during Skinny Love, among many other times during this event, I missed Detroit. And it's such a different event. It's smaller. It's mostly the one ballroom plus the bonus request ballroom. Uh, It's not as internationally drawing, it seems. I think as we've described before, it's kind of almost like underground feeling. And this one is like massive, more massive than massive. This is like the biggest one. Right. I think there was something about that smallness that I missed during something like Skinny Love. Like the crowd that we had in Detroit, that, that late night group was pretty quiet because there were so few of us this skinny love you had the people drinking by the stage and people who had never seen it before who were just weren't that interested because they had never seen it before and they're like what is this weird slow dance it's a different feel but i definitely missed lisa and rachel i did too yeah i i took a picture with presley to show that i was continuing their tradition mm-hmm. so Wow. Now we're on to Friday day. We are only halfway through. Friday day. Yay. Yay. We slept. I'll be <laughs> honest. I'll throw our, bu- our butts under that bus and mm. drive over it. We <laughs> slept lots. Um, to be we, fair, that was a really late night, it, Thursday night, and it was a brutal night. It, yeah, it wasn't even so much that it was like late. 3.06 is pretty late. But... Not our latest, but yeah, no, not my latest. That's for sure. But it definitely, it definitely was a workout. Like mm-hmm. a lot of energy was expended. Yeah, totally worth it. Not complaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we slept through. Oh, we slept through the entire. Uh, I and I remember this too because when I I had set alarms, I had set multiple alarms. I was going to be up. Early for, uh, yes, uh, an interview that I had scheduled at 9.30, and then that didn't happen. And then I had set another alarm for being up for NTA Technique Dance Fundamental Level 3 class Turns by Kelly Gillette. And I remember getting up, turning off the alarm, getting back under the covers and thinking, okay, I'm just going to take a moment now that I'm up. And then suddenly I couldn't lift my arms. I couldn't lift any part of my body. And I was very much feeling that run over by a bus-ness. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I must have just gone back out at that point. <laughs> oh, forget it. Um, we did, however, make it downstairs in time for the flash mob of Lonely Drum. Yeah. Which was at one. <laughs> and and we caught Kelly on her way out of her class 
uh, walking through the floor area of the casino, and I apologized profusely for missing her class, and we rescheduled our interview. We did. Yeah. Um, you got to do uh, Lonely Drum next to Joe for the Flash Mob. Yes. And we even got I was to actually, chat with Lily. I had a Joe sandwich. Because Joe Kinzer was on one side and Joe Thompson was on the other, and then Rebecca was on the other side. So that was awesome. That was over by Louie in that booth seating area. Nice. Um, after that, we ended up making it to Kat's Body Rolls and Isolations Technique class at 2.30. She was so loopy, and she was having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I think everybody in that class had fun with it, the way that she taught it. She's yeah. She's really something. I think the way I described it to her was that it felt like it was your friend in like somebody's backyard or something, just like teaching you something after school, very loose, very casual. And yet she made you feel that way at the back of a packed ballroom, um, just as personally as if you guys were just hanging out. Yeah. Um, the three things that she said that she want one of three things that she wants people to take away from her class one something you didn't know before two something you knew but maybe you perfected or three just to have fun and i definitely had fun um and as for like the rest of it it's more of a perfected for me than a something i didn't know but i definitely had fun for sure um, after that, I wanted to try and take Michelle's class of Should Be Loved by Rachel, but I think I was just, I think I was just still on that, like, tired, zoned feeling. Because mm-hmm. I didn't take any of the rest of the classes for the rest of the day. Doesn't look like I did either. I have no idea what I did. But. Nor I. I know at some point we interviewed Rob on one of these days, but I don't know what day that was. It said Rob question mark on my schedule. That doesn't necessarily mean I actually interviewed him then. I do know that whatever, whenever it was, it was when music was playing in the lobby. It was probably during a dinner break. I think it was during a dinner break because there weren't many people around whenever it was. And we missed part of Can't Walk Away. <laughs> We missed Actually, all we missed of it. all of it, yeah. And then shortly after that, the interview concluded. So let's see. Looking at Friday. Friday, the 10th of November, 2017. Playlist includes Lonely Drum. What? Lonely Drum? Play it again? Opening the night? Everybody's Groovin'. My Reason at 9.27 p.m. Hurts like a cha-cha. Slowly, gently, softly. No stress. Electric love. Here, right here. I got a woman. Boots. Clap snap. Body, which I think is actually bodies, on fire. Work, work. I can be a B-word. Three rules. DJ got us falling in love. All I can say She's gone. Boom pow. Stitches. Soul food. Dunk it. Run me like a river. Blessed. 
Oh Mama Hey, Clap, Clap, Clap. I feel like the teacher in Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Just going on and on. <laughs> All I'm asking, Shady, lucky for you, never been to Spain, which you did. I must have been doing something in one of the other ballrooms. I'm really going to have to make a point of writing down what happens in these other ballrooms because we were in the other ones a lot. Like, I'm looking at these. I'm like, when did this stuff even happen? I must have been completely out of the room, just checked out. I don't remember seeing or hearing some of these. Pink Champagne, Power Mix, Sorry for Honesty, Sock It to You, Party Train, She Used to Be Mine, Keep It Groovin', Poetry in Motion, Ghost of You, Lights Down Low, Do Something Crazy, which I wasn't going to participate in, but somebody gave me an accessory. And Well, when Joe handed me a boa and a tie, I was like, okay, I guess I got to give him the tie. Yeah. I'm still a little gun shy about that one after rolling my ankle on it at Big Bang almost a year ago. But it looked like people were intrigued by the spectacle, so it was all right. You know, just getting through it. Just I figured getting through it. I, f- I figured people could watch one of the other people who were doing it, like Shane or something. At least it would add another body to the floor if I were doing it safely. Party night. New thing. Oh, this was a treat. Once upon a December. Yeah, we got to do that twice, I think. We did. This whole week. Yeah. Which was cool. I love that dance. Bay at 11.58 p.m. Cut me down. Yes! Yes. Which I think we did all right on. We did really good on it. And I remember afterwards, Joe gave me a hug and said she was really excited to be able to dance that next to me. Yay. Made me feel like a million bucks. Yeah. Somebody wants you off the chain. Lay it back. Beautiful, wonderful, the beast, which I'm pretty sure I did like super vanilla that time. Um, think I'm sexy, happily ever after, in the air tonight. How you gonna pull me closer, the boogie. Sound of silence, larger than life, corazón, diamante. Diamante. Yes. Whip it. Awkward. Let it out. Maniac. Tick, tick, boom. A lesson in love. Kissing strangers. Straight to the castle. One twenty-seven a.m. Surprise, lonely drum. Americano, Italiano. Back to back. Which I was waiting for that to happen. It had to happen sometime, yeah. How I want you. Perfect picture. Feel. Which is on my list. That is like one of the top on my list right now. Seen Joe do it in her white gown on the last night. That was something. Peculiar game. Holding me back. Thy will. More dessert. Coming unplugged. Which has been on my list for a while. It's 32 count. I should have learned it by now. Before Florida, I think. I don't mind sexy beaches finishing the night with skinny love, which ended at 2.24 a.m. Dancing, anyways. 
somehow we managed to stay up talking until like seven o'clock in the morning. That was that night? That was that night. Yikes. I'm 99% positive it. that was that night. It was that night. That mm. was Friday night, seven o'clock in the morning, because I needed to make a 9 a.m. class on Saturday. <laughs> so um, I got very little sleep that night, and I actually made it to Hurts Like a Cha-Cha yeah. at 9 a.m., and I remember running into Daniel later, and he asked me, like, what time I'd gotten to bed, and I told him 7 in the morning. He goes, and you still made it to my class? So, yeah. It helps sometimes when you don't have a whole lot of sleep. Mm. Uh, so I did that one, and then I jumped in. Well, I, I got some coffee after that. And then I jumped in halfway through Amy's lesson at 10, which was... The first half was Love You More, and the second half was Sweet Caroline. And I definitely plan on teaching both of those because it's a really, really cute dance. And, well, cute. Yeah, the Sweet Caroline is a, a cute dance, which apparently uh, Darren incorporated Love You More into Sweet Caroline. So I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Then we went to the NTA Technique Dance Fundamental Level 4 Class Basic Dances. Mm -hmm. uh, we did a lot of technique this this week, I guess you could say, this vast event. majority of our um, classes were technique. Which I actually really liked. Mm. I, th I thought that was a, a smart decision on our part because, although yes, I'm totally down for learning... Uh, these dances from the choreographers, you get more information that way. I like the idea that now we also have a basis in which we can apply like our technique into these dances. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one thing I liked about the private that we did with Roy was that he packed a lot in rapid fire. Like yes. he, he covered West Coast Swing, Nightclub, Two Step, uh, some like Cha Cha styles. Is there anything else after that? Oh, gosh, there was so much. He moved through them very quickly, and I think he was trying to make the most of our hour. Yes. And he didn't beat around the bush either. Like, if he had a point that he wanted to make, he made it as directly as possible. Mm-hmm. And there was one point when he said, like, I was moving around in some fashion where I was, like, waving around my arms or shoulders or whatever. And he said that he was exaggerating, but like by exaggerating, it was showing me what I was doing. Yes. And I like that he trusted that I wasn't going to like get all bent out of shape about it, but that I actually really wanted to learn and that I was going to take his caricature and do something about it. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that the NTA classes were like that as well, where they, they covered a lot, but they were moving very quickly and tried to give you as much basic familiarity as possible so that at least it would be something to build upon and work with later. I do know that um, having John Kinzer in that class was such an asset because sometimes I... I'm not even going to pretend. I had a hard time understanding where she was going with her train of thought. 
Um, it wasn't a direct line. And so I was really, really trying to figure out how to decipher what she was explaining so that I could then put it into application. And John knew exactly what she was talking about, and he shorthanded for me. So I was able to understand once he got up and demoed what she was talking about. And so I was able to not only hear all the information she was getting, but then also the shorthand from John and see the application. And I think that like really, really helped me. And there was a few times like uh, when he was talking about certain things that he'd give little tips as well that I was like, Oh, that's going to make that so much easier when I try and do it myself. So I'm really grateful that he was in that class. I think one of the tricky things about trying to run a class like that is that because it covers so much material, yeah. it, it can be hard to create a streamlined sort of narrative or path the way that we have kind of gotten accustomed to doing with our lessons mm-hmm. with each each lesson building on the previous one in a direct fashion. So you start with the absolute basics and then you change a tiny thing and say, look, it's a new dance. And then you change another thing or add a thing. You say, look, it's a new dance, like a ladder. These dance styles and concepts were kind of all over the place just because there are so many things to learn in dance. And it's hard to have one really build on anything else without it eventually just turning into a giant branching tree. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's what, that's what I was saying. Like, I was having a hard time following her. So having him in that class definitely helped. Um, unfortunately, we missed the... Well, we... I missed the clap snap flash mob. I didn't attend it. I don't even know where I was, but... I you were right next to me. You, me, and Joe were going to try and go out there. And then as we walked, as we were getting out, they were all walking back. Where do, where were we? Were we I don't remember what we were doing. Um, I think we were talking to Kelly after the class. And then when we walked out, we looked at the schedule and realized that there was, like, trying to figure out what we were going to do next. And then we realized the flash mob was about to start. And so we went to go to the lobby. And as we turned the corner, they were all headed back already. Because even Joe was was trying to get out there for it. Yeah. I um, still have only followed it. I I learned it and then I like did it to the step sheet once, but I think it's one that I mostly enjoy watching. And it's probably for me just something about the running man. There are some steps I don't like to do no matter what else is going on in the rest of a dance. If something has too many side touch side touch like made in the shade, well, it the, there's something in my legs that doesn't like it and doing the running man. I think I've had too many bad experiences on sticky floors where Uh I can't trust that my feet are going to slide and feel a nice smooth motion. Instead you start to do the scoot back and your foot sticks and stutters back and you're like, forget it. I'm not going to do this. (laughs) Like if I, if that's what I can expect the next time this happens, like uh, it's not worth it. So the only one that I really make that exception for, kind of, is Wild Wild West. And even then, I've seen oh, both of us play with those running mans in the quarter turn so that it's not even a running man anymore. It's something that just fills that space. Yeah, I'll be honest. I do more heels in Wild Wild West than I do 
uh, Running Man. Um, I think to be fair, Clap Snap and I add it into the Beast every now and then mm. when it talks about running away. Mm. But it's like one and two or something like that. I don't do it for very long. Yeah. Those are the only dances. I do the running man. Otherwise, I totally fake it and I do something else there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's the running man, so it's just totally a variation. I just don't like the running man. Yeah. Um, so here is where things got a little bit tricky. You had Norm's class, right? Yes, I took his uh, music analysis and then applied music analysis from 2 to 4 o'clock in the conference center on the second floor. This was when I was going to go and relax and take a nap because I had only had not even an hour of sleep. Um, I got stuck talking with some people. I can't, shouldn't say stuck, but I uh, got distracted and was talking with people. And I didn't make it up to the room until like three o'clock. And I had stopped on the way up at that bath bomb salt place best decision i could have ever made oh my god um spent some money in there and i soaked my feet and they was so happy and then i laid down on the bed afterwards because i felt like jello and then i woke up at like 407 and i knew that we had an interview with rob fowler at that time so I rushed to get downstairs. And I think we ended up sitting down with him closer to 4.30. Um, by the time I'd gotten down there and he was ready and you were ready. And that's when a couple of his played in the ballroom and Can't Walk Away ball- played in the ballroom. And so. And this was, uh, was the lobby. So. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so. Uh... Apparently, there were enough people in the lobby who knew Can't Walk Away for it to play the entire time and not get cut off. I found that surprising. It's it's so, it's so strange to think that people do our dances when we're not around. Like, they're not just humoring us. Right? Like, they actually like the dance or something. Yeah, and actually, it happened to us twice. Yeah, We were in some kind of class or doing something, and when we walked into the lobby, they're like, you just missed your dance. We're like, what? So, um, it's a really cool feeling. Also, uh, a note about soaking feet. This is the first time we've done that at an event. We did it many nights in a row. (laughs) Yes. And I think it really did help. Yes. I think it really did help. The first couple nights I just used, um, a lemon bath gel stuff just to kind of give it that nice little smell to it. And then I used the bath salts after that, and that was where it was at. Um, also, quick note about the abuse to our feet. Uh, we already, we already from previous years knew how far the rooms are in general <laughs> from from the ballroom. This time, we were about as far as we possibly could be from the ballroom. We were in the North Tower. So let's say you're in the ballroom. Well, no, no, no. Let's say you're at the main entrance. The you're, lobby. You're at the main entrance the with the casino floor and the registration and all that stuff. If you go down the hallway to the right 
and wind around the corner and then down another hallway, you will be in the Majestic Ballroom, which is where we would spend pretty much the end of every night. So now go back out of the Majestic Ballroom door, down that hallway, around the corner, down the hallway with all of the restaurants, across the casino floor, down another very long hallway, first just to the elevators, and then beyond that, down another hallway to the scenic elevator, which is at the farthest end of the North Tower area. Go up 15 floors, and then about two doors away from that elevator is us. Yeah, the second to last room at the farthest point of the hotel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most of that is not carpet. If no. you if you make a couple of tricky uh, reroutes to to this journey, you can walk across carpet part of the time, like down the fifteenth floor or across the casino floor. There are some carpeted areas. Other than that, it's all hard tile on thin suede shoes. Well, some of us were wearing thin suede shoes. Some of us. Huge shout out to Rachel and Lisa. We're wearing slippers. <laughs> I pretty much lived in my slippers if it wasn't for the nighttime dancing. And typically at about, no, I'm going to say one thirty two o'clock in the morning during the nighttime dancing, I'd switch over to my slippers. They're brilliant, ladies. And... um totally told them in Detroit that I was copying them and I went out and I ended up getting myself a total with your assistance of six pairs of slippers, one for every different day of uh, Vegas dance explosion. And they were a pretty big hit. People were actually looking for which slippers I was going to be wearing the next day um, and taking pictures of them and whatnot. So that was kind of fun. I was happy that I could contribute with the pair that I got you in Reno. I appreciate it. Um, so we interviewed Rob, and then I think we hung out. Let's see. <coughs> this is Saturday. So we hung out a little bit in the lobby, and then I think we went back up to the room and got dressed. We didn't really have to do anything special because it wasn't a theme night. But um, I don't really remember doing anything else. He was very generous with his time. Yeah. For that interview, that was a long interview. I think it must have been about an hour and fifteen minutes. It was. We told him it was going to be twenty or thirty, but he had some stories, and he also had some very specific information about like his choreographic process and things that only he could answer. And I, I, I'm glad that we were able to have as much time as we did with him. Because by the last night, we were just running around trying to chase after people and find a few songs and uh, you know, otherwise just get get some of their time. And with all of that running around, I still missed, uh, because every time we, we saw each other, you know, we would have to be like, oh, uh, this this or that thing is happening. We'll have to do this a little bit later. I wasn't able to interview Jeffka Camps, which I, I had wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what his next uh, United States event will be, so that'll have to happen at some point in the future. 
Saturday evening playlist. 11th of November, 2017. Clap Snap. Lonely Drum. Everybody's Groovin'. Run Me Like a River. Slowly, Gently, Softly. So Just Dance, Dance, Dance. Uptown Funk by Rob Fowler. If it has a more specific name than that, I'm not sure what it is. Power Mix. Dizzy. American Kids. Girl Crush at 10.02 p.m. Party Train. My Reason. Twist, Twist, Twist. Competition Finals slash Results. 10.16 p.m. Which we can circle back around to. Lay It Back slash Smooth Funk at 10.26 p.m. Sound of Silence. Change My Ways. Let It Out. Shady. Boom Pow. Sugar Honey IT. Maniac. Trespassing. No Stress. Feel. Ain't Misbehaving. Woo Woo. New Thang at 11.17 p.m. Straight to the Castle. Mirrors. Clap, clap, clap. East to West 17 at 11.37 p.m. Tick, tick, boom. Strip that down. Holding me back. Boots. At 11.51 p.m. Electric Love. Oh, mama hey. Surprise Lonely Drum. <laughs> Again. Witness. I'm sensing a theme. I'm glad that we had that surprise lonely drum to review Witness. It was rough. For, yeah. For one that we really wanted to learn in time for Windy City, we sure let it slide after that. Yeah, I was really grateful that um, Shane was there to break it down afterwards so that I would understand what the heck I was missing. Mm-hmm. Perfect picture. Gimme, gimme. The Queen. Shake that. Stitches. Best mistakes. Party night. Somebody wants you. Donkey. Sexy beaches. Strip it down. Whip it. Surprise Zydeco lady. Don't. Yes. Oh, and I remember we were looking at it uh, at the list in the other room in Starlight. Seeing um, strip it down, whip it, don't. Yes. Awkward. Skiffle time. Feel good. Italiano. Die a happy man. Take me to the river. Sagatuya at one twenty a.m. Another once upon a December. Does that make it twice upon a December? But it's November. Twice upon a November. It's like December Eve. <laughs> November. Americano. Can you tell we're still catching up on sleep? Larger than life, one twenty nine a.m. Swing your chains, shaking my head. Jukebox to the original song. Yep. Yeah, keep it grooving, Mister. Put it down. Smooth criminal. Oh, yeah. Oh boy, was that one fun to do with the colored lights and ample floor. Nice, smooth floor, because the last time that I did this earlier in the event was in the Starlight Ballroom following Luann and having just learned it off of the step sheet. 
I felt I felt a lot better about this. My moonwalk actually kind of looked like a moonwalk, at least from what it felt like. And we were in more or less a neat row, and I got to do it next to Jen Cameron, which was super cool because it's like her and the East Coast people who have helped keep it alive at live streams of events that I've seen. Do something crazy, beautiful, wonderful at one fifty nine a.m. Stomp your feet, Rose Garden. A throwback classic, which which was throwback enough that I had to go to the step sheet. <laughs> I just cheated and I asked Joe. Yeah. Lady in Red, Hideaway Cha, Feel. And again, with Hideaway Cha, there was some event where we were reviewing and it clicked when we were like, oh, it's the back lock step. That's what we're missing. Ever since then, I haven't forgotten that that's what we were missing. Right. Walk, walk, and so on. Like, it's as long as you remember that back lock step, everything else will fall into place. Mm-hmm. Feel, make it shake. Yay, cowboy rhythm. Cowboy rhythm to the song Born to Boogie. Swinging R's. Cut me down. Off the chain at 2.35 a.m. Also, I should note about swinging R's. A lot of that was carried by Madison and Shane. I don't know if anyone else was even doing it, but I know they were for sure. Off the chain, 2.35 a.m., Holy, H-O-L-Y, Islands in the Stream, which was very cute to see Joe doing with, I believe, Jen Cameron and others. And that ended the night at 2.47 a.m. I don't know what time we went to bed. I do know we went upstairs and soaked our feet. Hmm. So probably closer to 4 that kind of was our going clock. Um, we slept through the first hour. I made it to Omama Hay as well as you, right? Talking about Sunday morning. Sunday morning? Yep. Yeah, so we checked out. We went to Omama Hay. Um, and then did you end up having your interview with Kelly? I did. I... I had my roughly 40-minute interview with Kelly Gillette after the Omamahe lesson. I think for the most part at this point, because I had spent so little time in the lobby, I think Sunday I just focused on just hanging out mm-hmm. and just being around people and enjoying it and dancing the few here and there. We were definitely missing the presence of Chuck and Teresa. Yeah. In the lobby. Sad panda. Yeah. Um, did you get John or Wendy? Let's take a look. I got John Growler with two R's later in the evening during open dance. Okay. He was actually the last interview of the event when I was able to find him in the beginner room at some point. I did get Wendy at roughly the scheduled time. At a little after two, I saw her there, but she kept doing dances in the lobby. So I just let her know whenever she had a moment. I think we probably started at around 2.30 or so. It wasn't a very long interview. Yeah, I mean, because I'm looking at all these um, lessons, and for the most part, I didn't take any of them. So yeah, I pretty much hung out in the ballroom, it looks like, for the whole day on Sunday after mm-hmm. Oh Mama Hey. In the lobby? Yes, I keep saying ballroom. Um, it's basically its own ballroom, <laughs> but in the lobby, 
and after Omama Hay and just kind of hung out with people as they were passing and leaving and stuff like that. I remember I ended up getting ready when you were interviewing, I believe, Guillaume. Hmm. I think that's when I started getting ready for the white, all-white gala dance party. Oh, and at some point, I think before Guillaume, I was able to grab Michael Divin as well, the one of the DJs. Yes, yes, you were. Mm-hmm. So, for the most part, that's uh, how I ended the workshop day, was in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And... Slight technical difficulty as uh, errant limbs hit the stop button on my recorder. Let's see. We had Peter Metelnik during open dance. That's when that interview happened. Jeff, unfortunately, did not happen. And Doug slipped away again. Tricky fish. For a third year. At 11.30, I specifically went up to him while he was doing something and he had said that he was going to do it before the end of the uh, the trip and he said, okay, look for me in an hour. And of course, in an hour, he was nowhere to be found. <laughs> One of these days. Tricky, tricky fish. I might just track him down at Smoky Mountain Shindy. Pigeon Forge or whatever that thing is. Anyway. Open ballroom majestic playlist. Party train, 9.30 p.m. Lonely drum. <laughs> oh, also, there was a uh, a point in the lobby, I think, on Sunday when... It was I like every Louis, hour. No, no, Louis was saying something specifically like... Um, actually, Louis wasn't the one who had a problem with it. I think Rob said, if you want to hear Lonely Drum, Louis going to charge you $25 each yes. time. <laughs> yeah. And Louis said he didn't mind. He'll play anything we wanted to hear. But uh, then later on when he did play it, he was like, all right, this one's specially for Rob. <laughs> yeah, and then right before um, they switched DJs, he played it again. Hello, Dolly. Bossa Nova at 9.40 p.m. Kind of foreshadowing the classics to come. Blessed. Run me like a river. Everybody's grooving. Clap, clap, clap. White summer dress. Boots, stomp your feet, off the chain, woo-woo, all I'm asking, here, right here, three rules, maniac, Nancy Mulligan, so just dance, 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 lay low, ain't misbehavin', boom pow, she used to be mine, which I found myself doing quite a bit in the lobby, I noticed, like, it, it played more than I would have expected in that kind of environment. Usually you'd think of it as just being like this closed, quiet thing. Like you wouldn't do skinny love in the lobby. But I ended up doing She Used to Be Mine at least a couple times out there. Anyway, take it high. Sorry for honesty. She's gone. Hurts like a cha-cha. Helium. Suck it to you. Clap snap. Shady. Beautiful, wonderful. Work, work. Deeply, completely. Lay it back. Speak to a girl. Dunk it. Oh, Mama, hey, best mistakes. And of course, we never circled back around to the competition results. Um, I was very happy to see so many people doing best mistakes. And I'll just jump in right now and say that uh, Jono was one of the people who won 
in the overall choreography competition. And we also had Barbara Tobin mm-hmm. as one of our uh, local folks representing the championship in her category. And I was very happy for I, I, if it's on video anywhere, you can probably hear me somewhere off on the side when both Barbara and Jono won because I was just f- freaking out about it. Yeah. <laughs> very um, vocal. At that moment in time, I thought I had enough time to run and grab a couple beverages from the lobby. You were wrong. Be reminded that <laughs> the uh, layout that he described earlier when he was describing how far away our room was. Mm, yeah. um, I, I had to trek all the way back to then go all the way back. Um, and I was standing at checkout and I have a smartwatch. And uh, Barbara actually messaged the group that one of the groups that I dance with that she had won. And I had screamed in my excitement. And I think I startled the woman behind me because she kind of gave me this look like, what the heck just happened? And uh, I felt kind of bad. I had to apologize to her. I was like, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't give her any context. I was just, I'm sorry. Uh but yeah, no, I was I was really excited to see that Barbara won, even though I didn't actually get to see it firsthand. <laughs> you know, speaking of the snacks and the gift shoppy area, I was thinking recently about just how much we spent in a non-specific you know, number sort of mode of thought how much we spent on like $5 fruit cups and $5 yogurts Mm -hmm. and $6 breakfast burritos. Mm -hmm. And we have a severe FOMO issue. Yeah. We no, we totally intended to take an Uber to like Walmart. I think was one of the close by places or Costco on the like first or second day. But any day that we would have had enough time to leave, we either wanted to nap or we were looking at maybe doing an interview or hanging out in the lobby. Like there was always something going on. So we never ended up actually leaving or by the time we were done, like getting ready and dressed for the night, we'd have like a half hour, 40 minutes left until open dance. And then where are we going to go in time and come back to go all the way back to the room, put the stuff away and then walk all the way the six to 10 minutes back down to the, the ballroom like it just didn't happen but when i filled up my tank uh just yesterday and it ended up being like 46 dollars i thought you know what we saved a lot of money on gas cuz we never went anywhere <laughs> <laughs> we stayed inside the entire time it's funny cuz i had to fill up my tank today too mm-hmm. and it's probably going to be about the same yeah yeah so all of that gas budget went into the convenience of both their in-house food area, which was cheaper than just getting it at the cafe because that same cup of fruit is $8 when you get it from whatever that thing is. It's like one of those we proudly serve Starbucks here, but it's not really a Starbucks. One of those kinds of places. Uh, If you get it in the ballroom itself, it's a little bit cheaper. Also, we used Uber Eats, which I think was my first time ever using Uber Eats. That was definitely my first time. Yeah, that helped um, a lot. As well as, yes, we did Uber Eats, we did the lobby. 
Um, we did have a couple things that we brought that we ate, but not like a tremendous amount or anything. And the... we didn't even finish that poor lonely salad. Like after having all the trouble of like packing it in its own separate suitcase and making dressing for it, we, I think, doled out two little containers of it one day and the rest of the time we thought well we have salad upstairs or money yeah um however those yerba mate drinks that we brought that was brilliant yes that saved us so hardcore they charge a lot of money for first of all beverages in the gift shop second energy related beverages and for healthier stuff than like Red Bull or Monster, I felt really good about what we were drinking because I that really stuck with me after Detroit with Jamie Marshall telling us that the energy drinks that we had with us were not good for us and they were unhealthy and they were going to like ruin our bodies. Yeah, her concern for us definitely definitely reached us. Yes. So instead, we picked up a couple of cases of Gayaki Yerba Mate uh, drinks, which is just tea. It's, you know, of course, green tea has caffeine, black tea has caffeine. This Yerba Mate blend has natural caffeine. It's a naturally high-dose caffeine. Yes. And I had the Enlightenment flavor, and you had Lemon Elation. Each of our cases came with 12, so that we had two drinks possible per day and I know I finished every single one of mine uh, and a couple of yours. Uh, I shared mine. I, yeah, I shared one of my mints with um, I think Alex who seemed to like it. Yeah, I, sh- I shared with you, I shared with Jackie, I shared with Alex mm-hmm. and I still think I made it home with one too. <laughs> yeah. And in case anybody is looking at us in the ballroom they're like, oh, that's why they have energy. They have stimulants Mostly, those are for the morning. Those are to make us functional, like how people have a cup of coffee at the beginning of their day. I don't need a lot of a lot of extra stuff. You know, once the music gets going in the evening, it's during the first part of the day when you're standing around and listening and waiting for things that it's uh, it, it's good to have that as like a little scaffold for your brain on four hours of sleep. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's that's what I have to say about uh, the snack area and what we ate. Oh, also I was eating a lot of like natural sugars, which probably helped with, uh, with the energy because of fruit and yogurt. And the yogurt had fresh fruit in it. Um, yeah, Uber Eats was a good choice. Very inexpensive. If you if you get it at like the right time, um, it can be like three forty nine as your fee. If you wait a little bit longer, suddenly it goes up a couple bucks. But uh, still, that's not bad for something that's delivered to your door. Uh, I wish I were getting paid by Uber Eats to say this, but really, I'm just mentioning it as um, an alternative to either eating out in the hotel and paying for a tip and waiting around and all that nonsense um, or having to leave the ballroom and miss something and then pay for an Uber just to drive wherever you're going. This 
worked out. And you're getting real food, too. It's not like gift shop food. It's like an actual meal that you would yeah. get in a restaurant. Yeah, it's it's restaurant. I mean, it's tons of restaurants use it, and you order it through Uber Eats. They go and pick it up, and they deliver it to you. Mm-hmm. So that's all circling back around to the competition results because you mentioned uh, going all the way over to the gift shop to get drinks and then not making it back in time. And uh, I'm very excited to see that Jono is coming back for another teach at Vegas. And I feel very good about having not ended up in the competition this year for all the reasons that that happened um, mostly involving deadlines. Uh, because if I had taken any of those slots, there's a chance it might have been Barbara's slot or Jono's or... Was it Nancy that won as well? Is that her name with the... the yeah, I think it's Nancy. I think it's Nancy Green, if I remember correctly. That sounds about right. And... Even the other winner, whose name escapes me at the moment, I remember her haircut, but um, I felt like she is one of the people I've seen locally, and or at least in videos, and she seemed like somebody who would really want to make the most of that teaching opportunity as well. So yeah, I'm okay with not being one of the people in those slots for next year because it meant there was more room for our friends. Yeah. Yeah. Which then circles us back around to the playlist on Sunday. So yes, best mistakes. That happened. No stress. Power mix. Feel. Pull me closer. Which I'm amazed anybody remembered because that is a complicated dance. I learned that at Windy City last year and that was the first and last time I ever did that dance. Uh, keep it grooving, falling, which I don't think had like a ton of people doing, but I remember Joe was one of them and she looked very pretty trying to follow it. Uh, this was in her white outfit. Dance ranch romp. Yay! Yay! I'm glad there's video of that too. Throwback to last year. Oh, that is around the time that Kevin spilled his beer on my sheet. <laughs> So we have a giant arrow pointing to the next column. And this is the sort of thing. These these are the hazards of keeping your list by the front of the stage. So I don't blame him. Like, it could have happened to anybody. could have happened to me. I could have been the one to do it. Let it out. Pink champagne. New York to L.A., which I needed a slight review of on the side before that came up. Throwback love at 12.28 a.m. Apparently, Crash and SGS were inserted before this next one, do something crazy, lemonade, hot tamales, and this was, I don't know what happened here, but I must have, oh, I must have left the room for KS for Kicks. There were a few times I got to, anyway, I'll get back to that. Um, I had Jono writing the next few. Uh, he wrote, hot tamales, I couldn't have missed that though. Oh, it must have been what was coming up. I was in the other room, and he was just writing what was coming up on the screen, um, so yeah, I, I must have been back in time for Hot Tamales because there's no way I missed that. I know I did that one. Lady in Red, and then he wrote all of Jono's dances, but of course they did not play all of Jono's dances. Tush Push, More Dessert, How I Want You, Work From Home, Shake That, Have Fun, Go Mad, Whip It, Another Zydeco Lady. Spl- Yay, my request. Splish Splash. And how did you make this request? 
Um, I actually, they were looking for things to do. And I've noticed that they were playing some of the classics. And being it Sunday night, I know Louie tends to like throwing out the classics um, out on the late night Sunday nights. And Joe was in her gorgeous white gown. And he was commenting earlier in the night about, I think it was when she did the Oh Mama Hey he doesn't want to hear anybody complain about what they can't dance in after seeing Joe dance in this full-length gown. And I know that they were looking for some classics. And one of the ones that I've learned recently that I haven't had a chance to do anywhere, let alone with Joe, was Splish Splash. So I walked up to Louie and I said, depending on how you mean you want to be to Joe, how about Splish Splash? And he starts... his almost like evil little laugh and that is what played next and I was really happy for one because I got to dance it too but also apparently she absolutely loves that dance so that was a surprise I didn't know how much she actually really loved that dance so that was a fun little surprise Mm. then we got an education after dunk it Mm. okie dokie dunk it was at 1 32 a.m after that was classic hour <laughs> or hour and a few minutes cowboy cha-cha which was really just maddie and louis singing neon moon karaoke uh, other people decided they were going to do cowboy cha-cha on the floor i think that was when i led Jono because i think you were talking with cat at the time possibly yeah i think you were off on the left and i was over there with you for a little bit and then i decided i was going to watch the karaoke happen and then I saw people doing cowboy cha-cha. And I think Jono might have been like leading himself or something. So that, uh, Or maybe he was just standing near me and I asked him if he knew it. And anyway, I just led him. Um, he seemed to have fun with it. I think I was, yeah, I was leading him because he didn't know it, but he said that he could follow. Uh, Black Coffee, which was Maddie's request at 1.43 a.m. Barn Dance. That was new. Yeah, and we did that to Wild Wild West by The Escape Club, uh, which is the song that we're used to using for the dance Wild Wild West Boogie, Mm -hmm. which is that contra dance. So this one took a little bit of explaining for everyone to get on board. But it was cool. Yeah, once we got it, it was was neat. And the SoCal people knew it because they actually still do barn dance at some places in SoCal. Oh. Go figure, in some of the bars. That makes sense. Yeah, I think I've seen it at the ranch before. Wobble. That was a cool experience. Wobble at one fifty six a.m. Um, Shane and Maddie were the two primary people that I were I was watching. Mostly Shane, because uh, he was in a more direct line of view, even though Maddie was right next to him. And the variations and the stylings and how they were playing with the wobble. I know there was several times in which I was asking, can you even do that in the wobble? Is that allowed? That is so cool. It's such a neat thing. Like to throw that of all things in there. Um, And they just really just went to town and played with it. And it kind of uh, made me appreciate the wobble a little bit more. And there were things that they were doing with the lyrics that you could tell they had heard this song many times over the last several years because they they would 
just be doing what they were doing and then they would pop in with something very specific to the lyrics Mm -hmm. and you would forget that that part was in the song until they acted it out. Yep. Doctor, doctor. And I was wearing my my doctor, doctor lab coat for part of our uh, white outfits. I had my white sweatproof shirt that you gave me, my white Western shirt that my grandma gave me, and my white lab coat that I think my mom gave me for like some kind of Halloween costume or something years and years ago. The thing is oversized, so I was able to uh, to keep it with me you know, all these years. Yeah, the doctor, doctor. That was a, that was fun. Mm-hmm. I think Kat joined us for that one, mm-hmm. or actually, that might have been one that she watched. She was with us for a lot of these, and I think that one I remember her watching, but being on the floor for because I remember thinking, "Oh, is she watching to see if we're going to do it in like the Stonies way or like a, an incorrect way?" And I, I still have that feeling with her just because I know how technically sound she is with every dance I've seen her do. So I wonder sometimes whether I'm I'm doing things properly. It's good, I think. It would be like if if uh, oh, and this happened many times after our private with Roy. Oh, if yeah. he were nearby, I'd be thinking about my posture, whether I'm moving with intention from my right. core, whether my feet are staying in my frame, if I'm turning my hips out in the direction of my foot. It's a different experience when somebody who knows what they're doing sees you dance versus just going out to like a farmer's market and anything you do is fine. Right. Yeah. I was really excited about the next one. Yes. This was one that, uh, Rob missed during our interview because he was busy with us. Uh, Beethoven's boogie. And I was able to follow that one on the floor. It was. I was struggling with it a little bit because I had never seen it or heard it before, just knew of it. And Shane was out there, and I went. I was watching it after a wall or two and went, you know, I could fight for this one. So I got out there, and I fought for it, and he was, like, helping direct me. And then so by the last couple walls, I definitely had gotten it figured out. And that one was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah I might try to bring that one to club if they think they can handle it. Or if they think they can't handle it, I might still do it. Cowboy Cha-Cha to the song, If you said a, if I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? Cripple Creek, which we did in Contra, and I'm going to have to re-listen to that song to figure out... Where the start is. Uh-huh, and what part of the dance the start is on. Because, yeah, it, it ended up, you know, we had to do a we restart. Had, yeah, we had but, to throw in a restart. Yeah. <laughs> I'll figure that one out because we used to do it all the time back at Kodiaks and Mavericks and we didn't have a problem with it then. Cotton Eye Joe, which we did in a circle. The version of Cotton Eye Joe that we did was like uh, hook, kick, shuffle back, hook, kick, shuffle back, and then repeat that a few times. And then shuffle forward, shuffle forward, shuffle forward, shuffle forward. And I had seen it done with people in duos before, linking arms, going around. I had not seen the way that we do it, which is kind of like crack the whip where you had a a large radius of, I think about five or six of us all linking arms. It was me, you, Joe, Jeff, Maddie and cat and cat. So six of us. And during the shuffle forward part, somebody on the far outside edge would break off and, make their way to the center and link arms on the other end on the slower moving end with, uh, you know, some kind of variation or flare 
as they crossed over. That was a long... That was a long song. Long song. And then immediately after that was uh, the Shottish, which, according to Louis, was what they used to do for years uh, back in the day, just those two back-to-back. Because yeah. the version of the song he had for Cotton Eye Joe led right into the Shottish, and he said that that's just they were always stuck together like that. You just had Joe, to do one after Joe the said the same thing. Yeah. Um, I was following her when she grabbed me to the partner portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a cool thing being led on one of those by Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, after the Shottish in the circle with the partner. Maddie requested the Sweetheart Shottish, which was a version that I guess more people were familiar with because they still do the Sweetheart Shottish in SoCal. And I remember talking with DJ Skip Stecker in Santa Barbara during one of my first road trips a couple of years ago. And he, when I asked him, like, what, what dance does he especially like or is there something he would like to see brought back? He says, I like a good Shottish now and then. And I had no idea what that was. So I think he was probably talking about uh, Sweetheart Shottish. And um, once upon a time, I actually knew how to do it. But I've been out of practice because I haven't really had anywhere to do that locally. Slap and Leather, which he then uh, called a triple slap and leather, where he said that what they would do was repeat it but with a faster song because this was most likely I and mean, if i had to guess i would say this was probably during a time when they weren't really about speeding up the song with software or anything or maybe they could have done it on vinyl but i don't know if you can really i don't think you can do it on cd as easily anyway uh yeah he started out with just a normal slap and leather and he acknowledged that everybody's slap and leather is a little different Everybody's version is similar, but some people start with the toe fans or the toe splits, or the heel splits. Some people start with the heels. Some people do six counts of slapping in their leather, and some people do eight counts. We all made it work. I think you just kind of find the dominant style and meld into it um <clears throat> uh, yeah he, he gave us multiple songs in increasing speed uh to get through that triple slap and leather then we did tush push in a circle which was weird uh, we were trying to do it in windows but we seemed to be having trouble getting enough people out there for a distinct inner and outer circle with windows. And then like one random person joined in later and threw everything off. That's when I ended up joining out. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, if one person's going to join in, there has to be two people to join in to balance it. So I think if one person joined in, then only one person would have to, to come in on the outside. But then like the whole window thing kind of went, out the window once we started like changing quote walls because then we were like turning to the side and we never really passed through each other so then you wondered why were we even doing windows to begin with and it could have just been like some number of people on the inside and some number of people on the outside because yeah there really wasn't much traveling even with doing like the shuffles and stuff 
It was strange. I don't know if I would do tush push in a circle again. There are some dances we've done, like Ghost Train in a circle, where it works out really well. This one was, this one was odd. But I liked that we both did our hot cross buns part at that same time when we were facing the middle. Did we? Yeah. That shows how much I was paying attention. Yeah. Uh, I thought that I had smiled at you, and I thought you smiled back. I might have. Maybe you were just again, high on life. Was, what? How many days ago? Yeah. <laughs> Country as can be, I was really shocked that more of the SoCal people who weren't familiar with it didn't just jump in because I went over to them and I said, hey, it's like Outlaw, but older. And nobody seemed to take that as, I should do that because I know Outlaw and I can do this. They maybe were just tired. Who knows? But anyway, yeah, Country as can be, Suzanne Wilson, choreographer, also choreographer of Outlaw. It's really like the same dance. Um. I did see some fun flary things happening and I think it was either during that or the next song. I think it was during the next one. Watermelon crawl. Maddie was getting a little thrown off and she would just call out restart. (laughs) (laughs) Like what? What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's kind of fun. Um, I was playing around next to Joe. So yeah. Uh, and after Watermelon Crawl was Just for Grins, and I actually kind of remembered it. Because I remember when we learned that at Boogie, uh, over in like the back kitchen boogie? area. It wasn't at Boogie at Boogie, like it wasn't taught at Boogie, but you remember when we were doing that in Dance Ranch Romp on the side? Oh. Over by the kitchen in the front? Vaguely. Yes. Uh so this is the one with the um, kick, ball, change, step, clap, kick, ball, change, step, clap, kick and kick and kick and kick and kick and kick, or like the points on the sides and all that stuff. Um, I was able to participate. I don't know what you were doing during that. I think you might have just been watching or something. I think I was because I think, one, I didn't recognize it, but two, also at that point, I was kind of just enjoying some of these older ones as well Mm -hmm. because seeing Joe and seeing Madison and seeing Shane and seeing Rebecca all out there was kind of like really worth watching. Mm -hmm. After that was Reggae Cowboy. He got almost everybody for that. I guess uh, that's one that they still do in SoCal and it's very, very easy to pick up. Very symmetrical. Um, I feel like I did that one. Yeah, you probably did. It was the one that was like, you do something to the side, you do something to the side, you go to the front and clap, and then yes, you go back and doubled. hitch. Yeah, exactly. It was all doubled. Everything was doubled. Yeah. Because um, I remember out, being out there for that one, and he goes, that's way back when, because then when the next time, mm. the next song that he played, he goes, and this isn't, you know, when, like... We were stepping away, doing our own thing. This is what took over. Mm. Yeah, and Mbop. Mbop was the next and final song. Reggae Cowboy was at 2.54 a.m. Uh, Mbop was at the very end, and that ended at 3 a.m. Uh, yeah, he had all the kids out there for Mbop. Yeah, because, of course, down in SoCal, throughout California, like we still do it. We just never do it to the original song. So for some of them, that might've been their first time either hearing it or doing it to the original Mbop. Everybody else thinks of Mbop is like, Oh yeah, we do uptown funk to that. Or we do, um, 
Shut Up and Dance or Timber. You know, there are a bunch of different ones that we've seen in association with Mbop other than Mbop by Hanson. Right. That ended at 3 a.m. And we were supposed to have our shuttle arrive at, I think, 2.25 or 2.35. We just didn't go out to meet them. And instead, we took an Uber with uh, Shane and John Lindo, John Lindo to the airport uh, at around 3.30 or so. And they were kind enough to let us just hop into theirs. Otherwise, we would have booked one and invited theirs in uh, their them into ours. Uh, when we got there, the line was ridiculously long. I don't really know what the deal was with that. It was so early in the morning. I think they had several of the security stations closed. Mm. So they were feeding everybody just through the one. That makes sense. And... Yeah, we ended up hanging out with Shane again because they sent him to us, uh, to our line. We thought that we had split off from him at the door, but uh, then he came back and we stood in line with him for a bit. And the lights, there's some kind of like testing of the the emergency lighting system. So they were doing all these like false alarms of things. It was very weird for the middle of the night <laughs> under not a lot of sleep over the course of six days. Uh, I definitely slept through the entire flight back. Uh, you tried to point out to me as it was, you know, morning and the sun was breaking over the clouds, how pretty it was. And I was, like, oh, yeah. I was confused though, as to why, why we were up as high as we were. And, <laughs> and then I remembered we were in a plane and then I went back to sleep. So good flight. Still haven't fully caught up on sleep and it's Thursday. Yeah. So Yeah. Well, By the time I I write that ship, it'll be time to head back out to Florida in two weeks. And we'll be all screwed up even more because then there's also a time change. Of three hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was lucky enough to be able to get a little bit of sleep on the car ride from the airport back home. I tried so hard to stay awake and I just couldn't do it. And I felt so bad because you were driving. As you should. <laughs> As I should. I woke up and I even said, I'm sorry for passing out. And you're like, oh, okay. And we talked for like two minutes and then I was out again. <laughs> Some apology. <laughs> I tried so hard. And let me tell you, it was probably better that I did sleep the little that I did because I was straight up falling asleep at work. I was standing up writing out people's medical prescriptions. <laughs> And that's why I wasn't as mad as you as I probably otherwise would have been for bailing on me like that, where I could have driven us into a ditch because <laughs> I thought, well, she does have work later. It's not like she can just power through this hour and then, you know, go to sleep for the rest of the day. She actually has work at 10. So yeah, from 10 to seven. Yeah. So that hurt. <laughs> yeah. And then I ended up driving to the house to drop you off at your car getting changed and then turning right back around and driving another 20 minutes south again so that I could go to work and work for the rest of the day. Uh, Did you get any naps, though? What was that? Monday. was Monday. I might have napped during lunch. I did. Bit. I totally slept through lunch. Yeah. And about 10 minutes over. <laughs> I know at one point I had taken a break, and I took a break in the back room of the pharmacy area and I told my pharmacist I was like I'm gonna set an alarm but on the off chance wake me up <laughs> he's like okay 
So we still have a few minutes left, about six minutes left before three o'clock. We did mention to some extent uh, our eating habits and our sleeping habits over the course of these six days at Vegas. Um, I should also point out we had a lot of first timers, a lot of young people. Mm -hmm. We had the Rebel Souls from the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, That's a, a dance team that hangs out usually at Saddle Rack in Fremont. And sometimes makes it up as far north as Stoney's. Yep. Uh, Lonzo was there from Stoney's with lots of energy. Lots and lots of energy. We had Kevin Ockelman, my friend from Sonoma State Line Dance Club, who's now in SoCal. Uh, we had Alex and Jackie, whose first event was Wild Wild West, but this is their first ginormous event with multiple ballrooms. Um, and then there were a few friends of the Rebel Souls that I noticed were there. They were from San Luis Obispo, and they usually dance down at the San Luis Obispo Graduate. We had our Orange County folks. That's true. We had the Orange County folks. Uh, Carol Craven from Worldline Dance Newsletter had her first time there. Jody Harmon from Florida, with all the events she's been to, this was her first Vegas, I believe. Uh, and I'm glad, I think we mentioned before, but we were there for her record-breaking 5-something a.m. Uh, stay-up-late time in Detroit. So I'm glad that we were able to be here for her first Vegas as well. She was really carrying the brunt of the videos this trip too. She was kicking butt. Yeah. We didn't do hardly any. And even then it was like specific people or whomever, like in the lobby, like seeing Jeff do the beast with Rob, I had to get a video of that or something like that. Like I didn't have the, I, we brought the tripod, we brought the GoPro, we used them not once. Um, and the, the videos that I do have on my phone are like, maybe four or five in number. So it really fell to her completely to do all this late night filming. I, I can't think of anybody else who did as much as she did. So I'm, I'm glad that she brought herself to Vegas when she was considering not even going. Right. Same. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the young folks discovering this larger world? I'm very intrigued to see what they do with this knowledge. Now, I know people like Emily, um, the sisters Jackie and Jen, and then the, the other friend Jen, and Jono. Um, I know Jackie, our Jackie and Alex, like, I know they are, like, hooked. They have come over to this bigger world and gone big world lots of dances to learn so much awesomeness i have to be a part of it how do i do that Mm. um so i'm really excited to see that as for some of the other people it'll be interesting to see what they do with it now that they know all the old and new that's out there for them to learn and that these events happen all around the world and you get to meet such amazing peoples i'm just like I'm really anxious and excited to see how many of them continue on doing this. Hmm. What do you think about the role that we played? Because I, I feel very honored, as you mentioned, to have been a part of as many demos as we were. It takes a lot of trust for a choreographer to say, sure, yeah, you can represent my dance to 1500 people and the world. And, uh, and I think it'll turn out fine. Like not everybody gets to do that. And especially people who aren't even on staff, (laughs) 
Like that could have, I mean, if, if we were stumbling through it, if we were faking it, um, we could have made it look very bad, but they trusted us. And I think we did all right. We did some wall leads in the lobby. Like, I feel like, I feel like it was a good trip for us in terms of, um, what we were able to bring. I know previous trips to this event and other events have been about, you know, what dances can I request? Like my first year was like, well, I don't know these dances. What can I request in the lobby so that I can have something to do? And this time it was like, no, let's see what happens. Let's learn as much as we can. Um, I certainly... How do I word this? I do not take it lightly in any way, shape, or form that we get to do what we do. Uh, just dancing in general. It's a blessing. But then to be such a part of of something, I know there's been a couple times in which uh, Rachel and Joe have both, you know, called us out to be wall leads um, and just watch so-and-so. I know Joe did it on one of the dances we were doing. She asked me if I would go to the back, and I said, sure, of course. And so she's, you know, she would, anytime we'd face the back, she'd be like, okay, just watch Megan. And, like... To put, have that much trust put in me alone, I know I really want to show that they can. They can trust me because this is an honor for me. This is something I cherish. This is something I love. It's not just something I do just because I can. Um, I do it 100% because it is my happy place. Mm-hmm. And to be a part of those demos I feel so lucky and almost to the point of special that I get to be a part of it because of the fact that you know like you had said it's we could totally butcher it and make it look awful and then no one show up to their class so they're taking that risk and letting us you know show our love and passion for dancing by also demoing their stuff. And that's huge. I'm hoping that if someone say for their first time or second event or third event, if they see that they can see that they can do it, that it's not just these people who've been established forever um, that get to do this kind of stuff that they too can find where they belong and where they can help because that's the biggest thing and we've said it numerous times like we just want to be a part of it and we want to give back as much as we can because we want this to keep going Mm -hmm. we want to be able to keep doing this so whatever help we can offer we want to do it we want to try and at least offer it um because we love it yeah one thing that i noticed myself doing more on this trip than previous events is really making a point to look around and see who's sitting by themselves and just go up, talk to them, see if they need anything while I'm up, like a glass of water, whatever. Uh, you know, ask them, how's the event going? Are there any dances you're especially excited about? Things like that. Little, little things just to, just to see how they're doing. Cause you never know when people are sitting alone, if they wish somebody would come up and say hi, or if they're just waiting for somebody to get back from the bathroom, you, know, you don't know until you talk to them. And it's the sort of thing that I feel like Luann's name tags have given us so that 
they're almost internalized at this point. Mm -hmm. When we wear those name tags at some place like Stoney's, it gives people permission to talk to us because we're expecting it. If we have a name tag on, it's because we think somebody's going to address us by a name. We think someone's going to address us at all. Like they can, they can say, you know, where's the bathroom or, you know, how do you know these dances? Where can I go to learn them? Things like that. And whether or not we have them on at this point, it feels like they're on, on the inside. Mm -hmm. Like we, in some places, like let's say Reno, it feels a little weird to wear them because we're going into somebody else's territory, so to speak, and making ourselves available when really they're the local authorities on everything. So it's like, who are we to come in and say we have answers about anything? But for a place like Vegas, we're not on staff. We're not even like volunteers, but it does feel like we have that sort of name tag openness to helping people with whatever they need and answering any questions they have and just sharing the experience with them in general. Because maybe they're there and all their friends went to sleep and they want to know that what they're seeing, they're not seeing alone. They can talk to somebody about it or, or tell somebody how cool this one thing was from earlier that maybe we didn't see, but now we get to hear about. Like, I, for that, I, I really thank Luann just for the simple thing of giving us you know, those, those name tags um, with Orange County Dance Connection on them. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I felt... It's interesting. I definitely felt like this event was for me mm-hmm. in the sense of like, that's why I went. But I also felt like I went for other people too. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, it, I, I hope that I added to the event. You know, I hope that me being there helped somebody experience something new in a positive way or at least try something. I know a lot of the reason why Jackie and Alex came to Wild Wild West and to Vegas was because we were pushing for them to come. And the fact that we're like, no, no, you don't understand. You need to be there. You need to see this for yourself. You need to be there. And they trusted us enough that they needed to be there. So they made their way there and sure enough, you know, they fell in love. Jackie is just like blossomed like crazy under um just taking the one lesson for Oh Mama Hey. Like she killed that dance so much so that Joe even commented to her about how much she loved dancing next to her and the energy she had. Alex totally pushed himself and learned dances that you know three months ago he's like yeah I don't want to do that you know and now he's like trying all these crazy dances and it's just going to improve from there plus he definitely added with the magic tricks Um, I know there was a lot of people that were impressed by that and just having those two around with their charm and just their easygoing attitude and they're willing to try something new I know that added to the event for sure so I'm hoping that if nothing else us basically demanding that they show up you know brought something extra to the event I thought it was interesting seeing people in their cowboy hats yeah yeah uh there was Alex Alex had his Jeff had his red white and blue America hat 
was it Tristan or Travis? What was the name of that one fellow? Travis, I think. Yeah. Uh, there was yeah the fellow in the black black cowboy hat. Um, there's that one guy that I've seen at previous events. He might have even I think he was even in Detroit who had like the full Western wear outfit. But I feel like he doesn't count almost because he's like a whole other separate case. Uh, Rob Fowler had his, which as he talks about is part of the Rob Fowler brand in his interview. Uh, Kevin wore his one. Kevin wore his on America Day slash International Day. And uh, that was the day that I wore mine as well. I, I did bring one of my hats uh, and it has been interesting not wearing it the other days. Uh, got a lot of comments about it. Um, didn't recognize you without your hat or wow, you actually have hair or various things of that nature. And I, I did feel good about wearing the hat and the cape on one special day out of all six. Uh, because I still remember when Louie saw me my first year there and called me super cowboy. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I, I really had to pay homage to that. Uh, but otherwise, it is interesting to see the the new folks trying to find their, their place. place and who they are and what they are to this other larger group and what impact they can make as you know, tiny individual dancers in a sea of 1,500. I, I look forward to seeing... You know who's still there in in the years to come, and at what events in the future. Apparently, uh, Alex has been invited to Boston Showdown, so we will see how many of us accompany him there. Right. Yeah. All right. Any last thoughts before we sign off for the week? Sleep. Sleep. We got to figure that one out. We've figured out eating. We figured out soaking the feet. Mm-hmm. We figured out how to monitor our, like, you don't just jump in and go 150% first night when you have six more days. Mm-hmm. Um, so pacing ourselves. You could be conveniently out of the room for some dances that you know but probably shouldn't do because if you do them, you're going to do them abusively to yourself, <laughs> like about as hard as you can. Um, so I think the next one we need to figure out is sleep. I think what would help in theory is if we can figure out how to sleep beforehand mm-hmm. and then go to the event. Like three solid days of eight hours or longer. Yeah. If we just can, to charge the batteries. If we can figure that out, maybe that'll help us throughout the rest of it. But uh, yeah. I guess we'll find out whether we're actually able to apply that in two weeks at Florida Dance Classic. I don't think it's looking good. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's knowing what to do, and then there's actually doing it. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, thank you all, folks, for listening over time with us here on Line Dance Podcast on Move Radio. This has been... Megan Barcelia. And Christopher Gonzalez. And until next time, we will see, see you, you on, on the, the dance, dance floor. floor.